Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Two Savages in a Cage, written by Bricks as Wheat Over My Knee. Jim had lost track of exactly how he had gotten into this particular situation. It had started with accepting a vaguely worded offer of a temporary employment that he had been eager to accept. Being as he had stranded on the station and needing a bit of money to get himself back home. After a blur of shuffling about, however, it had turned into what was apparently an exhibition fight between Jim and who knows what. The event announcer mentioned the savage world brute was certainly not encouraging. The rickety stage floor creaked as he made his way to the entrance for the corner of the fight cage, and spared a glance across to find an enormous beetle-looking creature making a similar march to the opposite corner. It was nearly as long as Jim was tall, excluding the wicked saber-shaped horn on its head that added almost an arm's length. Seeing this, Jim's poker face was left supported only by resigned apathy. You must remove any clothing that might conceal a weapon, the attendant instructed him. Jim obliged, and by the time the attendant was satisfied, he was down to his boxer briefs. Great, he mumbled in turn as he ambled into the arena. I get to die in my skibbies. A starting chime sounded and Jim took a stance that he hoped resembled what he had seen in MMA videos. Autor 57 considered that he might have been too eager, or perhaps desperate, to start his entertainment career. The title of this venture, Savage World Exhibition Match, had not been made known to him until he was already contractually trapped by it, and he had been horrified to learn that this was not to be a staged show, but an actual bout of combat. His training as an actor and entertainer would be rather useless. The knowledge that he was most likely the titular Savage Walter in this match was a small consolation, as anyone willing to accept such a match would certainly be trained fighter, a Savage Walter themselves, or both. It was both, apparently. The bipedal mammal opposite him was a heavy enough to shake the decking with a confident stride. Any hope that was left turned to ash when the creature removed its clothing to reveal a powerful musculature that must have been the source of such density, and lowered itself into a sharp fighting stance that suggested Artar 54 should only be the most recent and long line of defeated opponents. Hoping to either end it quickly or goad his opponent into killing him instantly, Artar 54 charged with a starting chime. Jim was quite certainly not in control of the situation. He had narrowly avoided the bug's opening charge, and from there he had been forced to jump around the arena in an attempt to avoid the onslaught of lunges that would have left his guts behind on that horn. Fortunately, his opponent seemed to have grown bored of that particular dance. Jim now circled with the armored figure, tense and ready to evade again but it seemed more interested in sizing him up. Experimentally, he took a quick, short step forward, 
The insect reacted to the feint by flinching slightly down to the side. Freck it, Jim muttered. He repeated the feint, but instead of stopping, followed up with a kick aimed at the opponent's head. The blow connected solidly with an armored plate. Jim brought his foot back and slid an extra distance further away, trying to ignore the ache in the top of his foot and the stinging gash on his knee where the bug's horn had caught him. It seemed no worse for wear. I'm being played with, Jim thought. Even with his nearly non-existent knowledge of martial arts, Artar 54 knew that the opening salvo of rushing stabs was sloppy, but he had still counted on something coming of them. Instead, he had simply become tired. The mammal had flowed around his every movement with a deft agility that was almost disturbing in the context of its apparent mass, and had reduced Artar 54 to simply obliging it to a circular prowl around the inside of the cage, bereft of any real options. Suddenly, the biped sprang forward, and Artar 54 braced himself for the impact, only to find that the unexpected blow never came. He froze in confusion. As if sensing his indecision, the biped jumped again, but instead of stopping short, it pivoted on its front leg to kick with its rear, putting the momentum of its entire torso into the blow that flouted like a sledgehammer. Artar 54 reeled and the mammal withdrew, seemingly unfazed by the small ooze of fluid on its knee. It's toying with me, thought Artar 54. Jim hadn't the slightest idea of what to do next. His probing attack had made it clear that any attempt to hit his opponent would carry a huge risk of getting sliced by his natural weapon. But the same risk applied to pretty much everything that he could do right now. Strategizing had to wait, however, as the insect charged him again. Jim jumped aside as he had before, but when he tried to stop his motion, his feet found no traction and came out from under him. He fell backward to a fate unknown. Artar 54 decided that it was better to strike now and at least appear to answer the impact that the biped had delivered, rather than broadcast just how much his head was pounding. He had no particular expectation that another wild charge would end differently from the previous ten, but figured putting up the show might buy him some time. Unsurprisingly, the mammal dodged the strike effortlessly. More surprisingly, an incredible weight suddenly forced Artar 54's stomach to the ground. He worked his limbs in vain, finding himself trapped and most likely doomed under the body of the deadly mammal. As panic threatened to take over, he sought his last mental refuge in sardonic humor. That'll teach me to read the fine print, he grunted in galactic common. Landing flat on his back on top of the huge beetle had knocked the breath right out of Jim. The threat of being partially incapacitated in a cage with a sword face was a terrifying one, but he could only gulp silently for air and fail utterly to move himself in a more advantageous position. The bug, for its part, seemed to have gone still. That'll teach me not to read the fine print, it grunted in galactic common. Jim couldn't help but relax slightly at that. After another second to gather his breath, he croaked an answer. You too, huh? The bug shifted slightly under him, rotating its head slightly to try and see him. Jim wasn't quite ready to give up what he now realized was a pinning position on top of it. 
I'm Jim, by the way. Did they at least tell you that it was a fight ahead of time? They didn't say anything immediately. Hartar, 54th of my name. I saw it as an acting gig. All right, Arta, do you think that we can just declare a victor and freck off? Jim intoned quietly. I'd rather leave without holes in my torso. Arta, 54, was agreeable to that. And I would rather not have my carapace shattered. Shall I just stay here and play incapacitation while you act triumphant? Jim thought for a moment. Gonna have to sell it. Give me a good death spasm when I tap you on the head. Arta, 54, had his trepidation about the creature hitting him again, but realized he was in no position to prevent it. Much to his relief, the tap on the back of his head wasn't painful at all, but he obligingly failed his limbs as though he had been struck by a meteor. Jim feigned a downward strike into the back of Arta's head, simultaneously thumping his own chest with his other hand to exaggerate the sound effect. The bug bucked violently in response, sounding the impact brilliantly, then went limp. I am honored to have fought an opponent such strength and valor, he bellowed at the audience, raising his fists above his head with an exaggerated display of triumph. Satisfied that the crowd saw the matches over, Jim clambered off Artov's back and made his way back to where he had entered. The event organizer had apparently sold the longest show and was reluctant to pay the agreed amount. Fortunately for Jim and Artar 54, the organizer had also thoroughly bought into his own marketing hype about the savage world brutality, and after some posturing had been persuaded to release the payment in full. Once out of earshot, the facade broke down into laughter. Shit dude, you sold that hard, I thought you were going to disembowel the poor guy. Jim snorted, trying to compose himself. I cannot believe he bought that. As far as I can tell, the savage water label just means the species has not been seen around enough to be considered civilized. It's a strange universe, man. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.